0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another exciting episode of Kodo's Cinema. And now, today today we are going to do something different today. I'm going to take a break from my top tens for now. I will get back to my top tens next week. However, uh, today I'm doing a movie review, and this movie review will be... How about a movie review? How about a re- movie review about 2019's The Joker? Yeah, yeah, I, I, the Joker. How about the Joker movie? I actually went to see the new Joker movie last, uh, no, actually not last week, uh, Saturday, just a few days ago when I went home for fall break. And by the way, I hope everybody's fall break went well and, I hope, and mine went well too. And I hope your guys' fall break went pretty well too. Anyway, during my fall break, I went to see the new Joker, Joker movie directed by Todd Phillips. It was actually a great great movie to see. I mean, the movie's a little intense at times and and a little, a little bit somber, but it does have, it does have something to watch. It does have something to watch. It actually is a, is a pretty good movie to watch since the Joker is basically one of Batman's greatest nemesis, as well as the film industry, giving him an origin story to tell, which I think is surprising and pretty good. So anyway, uh, I'm about to do my movie review of the Joker right now. And by the way, uh, a little warning, a uh, little warning that there may be some some elements that maybe feel that may feel uncomfortable from the film. By the way, and and as uh, as always, a uh, spoiler alert. So for any, for those who have not seen the Joker movie, spoiler alert. And for those who have seen, please. Keep in mind, don't don't spoil anything to anybody else, even though, yes, this is a spoiler alert since this is a movie review. All right, here we go. So anyway, uh, from the movie that I saw, The Joker, The Joker, The Joker, The Joker movie is a pretty good movie, as I mentioned. Now, the movie opens up with Arthur Fleck at a a psychiatrist's office, played by... uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Now, Joaquin Phoenix does an amazing job bringing the character to life. Now, he did an amazing job as a Joker. Literally, literally, he did an amazing job. Now, here's the thing. Now, here's the point. Now, he, now that's just my thought. This is just my f- thought. He won't top Heath Ledger's Joker. Now, I'm just saying, I'm just saying because Heath Ledger did an amazing, amazing job with the Joker in The Dark Knight. But, but anyway, Joaquin Phoenix gives it his own take of the character, which makes sense. I mean, every actor who portrays a character, whether it's a comic book character or any other character, he, they, he or she portrays a character in their own unique take, which I think Joaquin Phoenix plays the Joker in his own take perfectly. He did an amazing job with it. Now, the character, Arthur Fle- Arthur Fleck, which uh, which is basically the Joker... He he's basically a failed uh, s- stand-up comic, and he wor- he works as as a clown as a clown and one of those like uh, sales signs and sales signs. However, he learns about, about how society and the world is going crazy, which is basically the main point of this movie. Like he is basically a, uh, a funny guy, funny guy while also being a little bit mental basically one of the themes in this movie is being is like the mental illness as well as the violence that is going on in this movie so base and moving movie forward uh so basically arthur arthur fleck wants to become a stand-up comedian and he does get his gets his wish at, in the middle of the movie by performing his own stand-up routine which was basically recorded recorded in the by one of the audience members which was which was streamed live to the murray franklin show portrayed by robert de niro which uh ironically which ironically ironically is a a surprise performance by robert de niro as murray franklin taking inspirations from uh from his previous film as i forgot this character from it was the the Oh, man, I forgot the film. It was, basically, uh, it was basically one of Martin Scorsese's earlier films with Robert De Niro, where he plays a talk show host. I literally forgot the name of that film, but it, it does pay homage. homage. His character, Murray Franklin, pays homage to one of Martin Scorsese's films in the movie. So anyway, so anyway throughout the movie, uh, Arthur Fleck will also wants to know if... Uh, if, if his mother if it, if his mother was related to Thomas Wayne Bruce Wayne's father but turns out and turns out that Thomas Wayne isn't related to to the Joker's mother or Arthur Fleck's mother Penny Fleck which is actually surprising because we get to see why Arthur Fleck is going through this why why do we have to relate to the Joker or Arthur Fleck in this, in this movie why is he? Why is he a bad guy? Why is he the villain? Why is he laughing? What what's the point of his mental illness? Why is that happening? And we know why. What's going on in this movie? We get to see that in the movie where it's kind of towards the end of the movie where he, he gets files from his from from the hospital in Ark in Gotham City. Like he knows, like something's up. Something is not right. He looks into the files, and soon realizes that. Arthur Fleck was adopted the whole time which is actually supr- actually surprising this is a surprising moment to many audiences and it caught my attention like no, literally like like we know why he was why he why the why Arthur Fleck is acting like this because he was adopted and not only that but he was actually abused by his adoptive mother now, towards the beginning of the film, I thought his mother was nice, but it was actually a surprise turn, a twist in the movie, where we, where we, where we the audi- audience, realized that Arthur Fleck's mother is none other than uh, an, abuser, an abuser in that movie, and we know why, where this was going, which is uh, kind of sad but surprising to know why the Joker is acting like this. Now moving forward, I mean there were some very good moments in in the Joker movie, particularly the moments where, uh, particularly the moments where he finally gets to do his stand up routine, which I thought like, hey, his his dream has come true, he gets to be a stand up comedian. But then, uh, but then he gets a call by one of Murray Franklin's uh, uh, work coworkers or agents to invite Arthur Fleck on the show. Which is actually surprising. Which hey, hey, that's probably a big surprise. Now, uh, moving for moving on. Uh, uh, throughout the movie, throughout the movie, we we uh, we also we also get to we also get to experience a, a oh a shocking moment where the Joker where where the Joker or Arthur Fleck loses his job because he brings a weapon to a children's hospital. Not to mention, like he he was upset that he lost his job because of the, whole, uh, of the whole because of the weapon that he brought into a children's hospital but then it was later on where, he, where three guys on the subway now this was uh, now for those of you who have seen the trailer you probably might have seen this coming uh, the joker uh, the joker shoots and kills uh, three guys on the train which was spread news wide in Gotham City like literally clown, like clowns attack clowns attacking gotham city particularly in the subway that arthur fleck aka the joker was on now throughout this movie now we get to see uh, the dance in the bathrooms in a bathroom sequence where from the trailer for you for those of you who have seen the trailer we get to see the joker arthur fleck doing his famous dance which was actually impressive because we get to know why and see what he was up to basically Basically, it happens again in the end where he does his little dance, little fun dance routine at Murray Franklin's uh, show, which is actually surprising, which uh, which will be coming up pretty soon. So anyway, moving forward uh, now, also in the movie, I do like the fact of how the how Arthur Fleck meets uh, Bruce, a young Bruce Wayne for the very first time, which and also a little haunting to know to find information about uh, Thomas Wayne and and his mother Penny Fleck which they actually did and i think i did told you that. Our, i already, already told you this uh, about a uh, few seconds ago during the, when i was talking about the the files from the hospital in Gotham City not to mention uh, Thomas Wayne Thomas Win- Wayne did told uh, Arthur Fleck some of it uh, some of it too which was actually surprising cuz i thought Thomas Wayne was arthur fleck's father but no i mean like it's actually surprising i mean like can you imagine like being being the father being the father or something having or maybe or should i say having the joker being the son of of thomas wing which later turns out to be the son of batman's greatest nemesis of all time which sounds surprising but but no, no, Thomas Wayne is not the father of Arthur Fleck. No, no, which uh, no, that does not, that does not happen. Which is but, but at that moment, like I had it at that moment where it was like a little twist in mind, kind of like in Star Wars where Darth Vader is revealed to be Luke, Luke's uh, Luke Skywalker's father. But no, not even. But it doesn't happen in the Joker movie, which is actually surprising. Also, also, also towards the end of the movie, we get to see Joaquin Phoenix and uh, putting on his traditional clown makeup, the Joker look, his new take on the Joker. Like the makeup is excellent, especially the green, the green hair and the coat, the the purple pinkish, uh, pinkish uh, like coat and suit. Towards the final act of the film, Literally amazing. Not to mention, I forgot to mention the score. The score of the film is is amazing. is excellent. It has a somber, depressing take on, and thrilling take on the character. the The score of the movie is by Icelandic composer, and I think I may pronounce this incorrectly. I'm trying to pronounce this right. Hildur Hildur Gísladóttir. She is an Icelandic composer who previously composed uh, the scores for the Sicario movies. Now, uh, the score for it is amazing, and I feel like it does have a depressing take on the character while being, uh, did I say somber? I think I did. I mean, like, somewhat of a depressing take, but a thrilling take on the character, which is amazing. Now, going towards the end of the film, I do like the ending of the film. The ending of the film is great. Like, it literally sets up the character for the Joker, like, like, why is he doing this? Why is the Joker doing this? Why, why, did he, why is he corrupting the violence? Why is he doing this? And, uh, spoiler alert, he, he kills uh, Murray Franklin at the, at the show. And not to mention, this also takes a page from, uh, from the Dark Knight Returns comic book storyline, it does take a page from, it does, like some of the, like the film itself does take pages from other Joker comic books, most likely the, the, the killing joke and uh, and pages from The Dark Knight Returns, which is actually surprising, like literally surprising, like the Joker did kill Mary Franklin, not to mention the, the violence and the corruption that is going on in Gotham City, and there was a reference to The Dark Knight, where the Joker was in the, Was in the police car, and there is a reference. I I don't know if anybody, anybody, for anybody who has seen the movie, I'm pretty sure you might have caught this reference, Uh, but I caught it too. There was a reference to the Dark Knight, where the Joker is in the police car. That was basically a a, a reference, and that's basically towards the end of the movie. Speaking of end of the movie, uh, uh, one of the clowns in the Joker movie kills uh, Bruce Wayne's parents, and they were walking out of that theater. Now this caught me by surprise. Like, I, I did not see that coming. Like, they, they, I'm pretty sure some people might have saw it coming. Like, they figured, like, if you're going to tell a Joker, a Joker, if you're going to tell a Orange's story about the Joker, might as well include the sequence where one, the, where they kill Bruce Wayne's parents. And then this leads into Bruce Wayne becoming Batman. And I think this ending was perf- was a perfect ending for the film. And the Joker did get his smile on his face. Literally, literally he did, he did, in the, in, at the end of the movie. Literally, literally, uh, literally, the ending was haunting, but also thrilling. Literally sets up the Joker, as, as we know today, as one of Batman's greatest nemesis. All right, that's my uh, take on the movie. That's my movie review take on the Joker, and I'm pretty sure everybody has different opinions about uh, the Joker movie. Now, I do. Like I said, I love the the performances, particularly Joaquin Phoenix's performance, and I thought Robert De Niro's performance as Murray Franklin was good too. The score itself was 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 great. the The uh, setting is great too. It did take. Uh, it's set. It's set in a, in somewhat of a 70s and 80s. Set in the 80s for for this movie. It it is set in the 80s, even though it takes pl- Even though the movie came out in 2019. Oh, speaking of, speaking of which, um, it also 2019 also mentions to be the 30th anniversary of Tim Burton's Batman, which uh, th- which uh, Jack Nicholson plays the Joker, which I think the Joker movie does. Does have something in common with with Batman, which obviously it is. It does have something in common in ba- with Batman. Oops, Excuse me. Uh, anyway, anyway. Uh, now here's the thing. Not everybody is a fan of this movie. Now, I, and I understand that. Now, now, hey, not everybody's a fan of DC. Now, because hey, we have Marvel. Marvel is great too. They have good movies. A lot of great movies out there. But hey, DC has good movies too. Despite the fact that did that, they did have their fair share of flaws, particularly in 2016 with Batman vs Superman and Suicide Squad, not to mention the 2017 Just- Justice League movie. And I like how, as of now, with DC movies, they are doing their own standalone movies, which I think is actually amazing. Which I, which I can understand why they did a standalone Joker movie. Now, another fact, another thing that this movie does have a flaw is with the violence and mental illness. Now, here's the thing, here's the thing. I thought I thought the movie was good. It didn't capture the nature of the Joker, but the violence of it and the mental illness, there was a lot of controversy about that, and then which I which is actually surprising, but I can understand because hey, I mean violence and the 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 use of violence in movies has been has tended to be controversial at times now. Now, here's the thing. This movie this movie was now released in in a theater in Aurora, Colorado. And here is the reason why. The 2012 Cor- Aurora, Colorado shooting. In, two th- in the summer in July of 2012, going going back in time to uh, 2012 for a brief history. During during a premiere screening of The Dark Knight of The Dark Knight Rises by which is directed by Christopher Nolan. There was, a shoot, there was a mass shooting at a, at a movie theater in Aurora, Colorado, kill, killing the dozens of people. And this was during a, This was in the middle of the night. Now, the reason why that theater in Aurora, Colorado, did not premiere the Joker movie because they feared of, of another attack, which I think does have a reasoning why they didn't, because of the violence, violence and mental illness that is being portrayed in the Joker movie. Not to mention this. This is not the only film. This is the. This is not the only film that that was that was woke up to this. 2013's Gangster Squad had that same feeling too. Even though, but here's the thing. There there was a scene for those of you who have not seen or seen Gangster Squad. The the, the original trailer had a scene where uh, where the where the mob. It was in a movie theater where the the gang where the mob where a mob was shooting through. Through a movie screen at a at a movie theater. Now this was like in the front. This was inside the movie theater, like, and this was in the trailer. They sh- shot up a movie screen. Now that scene alone was removed, was removed from the tra- from from YouTube and the, tra- and the and the original trailer as well as the movies due the re- due to the uh, due to the mass sh- due to the 2012 mass shooting in Aurora, Colorado. Now that scene alone in Gangster Squad was removed and it had to be reshot. So that wasn't the only film. So anyway, anyway, yes, yes, the violence has been tend to be controversial. And hey, listen, not everybody is a fan of the Joker of the twenty nineteen Joker movie, and I understand that. I really do enjoy the Joker movie, and I thought it was excellent. They did capture the nature of the, of the character. Joaquin Phoenix did an amazing job. The direction by Todd Phillips was great. Oh, and not to mention, uh, Bradley Cooper produce this movie because uh, actually I do not know why but I I heard that Todd Phillips and Bradley Cooper worked on 2018's A Star Is Born so I guess that's why they did this movie to, uh, they did this movie together making it their second collaboration in a movie also speaking of Martin Scorsese Martin Scorsese was originally going to do the Joker movie as an executive producer however he left to work on the Irishman, which is also coming out in 2019, but in the Joker movie, it did have some elements from Martin Scorsese films, particularly particularly Robert De Niro's character as Murray Franklin, paying homage to another st- another talk show host in one of his other in one of Martin Scorsese movies, as well as uh, as well as Taxi Driver. They also uh, pay homage to Taxi Driver in the movie as well. I mean and it also did felt like a, like a gangster movie a little bit which does make sense because Martin Scorsese's these films tends to go in on a gangster and mafia like direction which this film did took elements as well which and hey it's actually pretty good I mean hey, and hey I think this movie was good I think the casting crew as well as the directors and writers did an amazing job with the Joker movie I think they did good too now like I said I think Joaquin Phoenix will not top his performance of the Joker as what Heath Ledger did. But if I were if I were to rank, uh, if I were to do another video or no, not video, another podcast where I rank the Joker performances, I would do that. I think uh, Joaquin Phoenix will be on somewhere on this list. On the other hand, if I were also to rank the Joker as one of my top 10 favorite DC movies of all time, it will be on one of my top 10 uh, sections. So anyway, uh, as I mentioned, the movie I think the Joker movie is great. It the movie movie itself is good. And for any of you guys who are interest, interested to see the Joker movie, I think I say go ahead. Go go see it. It's actually a pretty good movie. So anyway, what do you think? What do you think uh you think you guys can see the Joker movie. If uh, if any of you guys have seen the Joker movie and would like to say how you guys if you guys like the movie or not, please p- please feel free to say it. Please feel free to say it if you like it. Hey, that's pretty good. If not, that's okay. Everybody has their own opinions, and yeah, yeah. Say so everybody has their own own take of how they like a movie or not. So anyway, uh, that's it. That's it for today. That's my movie review of The Joker. So anyway, I anyway next week I will go back to my uh, top ten, and uh, and I'm and if I do any more movie reviews in the future, I may do that. So anyway. So anyway, uh, thank you all for tuning in to Kodo's uh, to, to uh, Cinema. By the way, I'm your host, Mark Kodo. Thank you all for tuning in. And by, by the way, I hope uh, your guys' fall breaks was, was great. I hope everybody's fall break was amazing. And have an amazing Monday afternoon. And have a good rest of your week. And I will see you all next week. And you know, I hope you guys tune in to another exciting episode of Kodo's Cinema. I'm your host, Mark Cotto. Have a good day, everyone. Have a good day, have a good night, and have a good week. Bye!